Take charge of your health with Johns Hopkins Medicine's A Woman's Journey. Join us virtually on Saturday, November 13th between 10 a.m. and 12.15 p.m. to learn about the latest advances in women's health from Johns Hopkins physicians. Attend two seminars from colon cancer in black women to early signs of memory loss. Gather with friends and family and walk away feeling empowered. A Woman's Journey. It's health education for all of us. To register or learn more, visit hopkinsmedicine.org slash a woman's journey or call 410-955-8660. Yo, yo, I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your pusher. The world, the world is about to feel, about to feel something, something that I'm they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gov, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Rado, Austin, Del Rio, people of Tyler, people of Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of Sports Grind, Calvin Casey. Yes, sir. Sam's been the one and twos. Your number is 736-9760. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs that is way to grow official sponsor of the sports grind all right um what's up man i'm in a bit of baby let's get it you ready yeah i'm ready what's up sam not much fellas good to have you back in appreciate it and uh for those that's been i know we've been spotty so for people that don't get to tune in on the thursdays fridays mondays we're here you missed some of the announcements uh last thursday i told you and um monday i told you that uh, July 13th uh, is a Monday. That'll be the week that we'll be back on uh, five days a week. Um, the update on Salami, hopefully he will be looking to uh, try to rejoin us sometime around that time or shortly after. So uh, so we're trying to work on that, on how would that work. So that's the update for that. I'll probably say it again tomorrow for some of y'all that I know that tune in um, some days and don't catch us since we haven't been on five days a week. But other than that, uh, let's see what we've got today uh, to get to since uh, we've been off. Uh, we've got some decisions coming down uh, from the NFL. Um, we've got uh, the Cowboys and Steelers Hall of Fame game canceled. Um, not really a big thing to me, no biggie, um, because I think preseason is going to be eliminated for the most part for the exceptions of maybe one game one dress rehearsal game um so you know cowboys and steelers they're going to cancel that um now the other thing that kind of sucks that pretty much if we continue you know going on this path that will probably be eliminated is you know you probably won't as we saw it with baseball um it could happen with football where you just really don't have a hall of fame induct a ceremony induction. Yeah, I know NBA's already <clears throat> can't, well, canceled this year. Yeah, I would so, not be surprised. And that was Tim, Kobe, KG. Yeah, so that's Sucks. not going to uh, – that was a good chance that that's not going to happen with the NFL. Uh, I've got a um, uh, Jamal Adams update for you. Uh, you still also, mad at Jamal? 
Or you're not mad at Jamal, you no. just don't think he can go to the Cowboys. No, it's just not, I mean. That not realistic. Just, yeah, that was, you know, like you said, he was in the G-Wagon. He was, you know, that he got a little fantasy football uh, caught up. Like, yeah, of course, I grew up around there. I'd love to, to go there. Um, also, what else we got? We've got uh, PGA, <clears throat> uh, Brooke Kepka, Caddy, tested positive. He's withdrew from this week's tournament. Um. So PGA had a few guys test. Yeah, the one this week that really I've got my eye on that really uh, we weren't on, but um, it was in the sport of tennis, man. Uh, the Joker, Djokovic, and you what know I, I'm I'm not a big fan of him. I know Salami loves him. Um, you know I've got some tennis guys I talked to that they like the guy there. I mean it's not that I don't hate him, but I'm just never he's never I've never gravitated to him for whatever reason. Uh, but you know, he, he hosted a tournament, uh, he put together a little exhibition tournament for some guys over in another country. I remember you were talking about this last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, they had fans, um, you know, it wasn't 30, 40,000, but there were, Mm -hmm. there were a good number of fans there. Um, and he ended up testing positive. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna say karma, but I, I know the Joker when this first Why is went that down. Car- like, damn, you hey, call karma? Let me just say everybody's something. trying to play. No, Cal. I understand that, but, but this ahead. is the thing: when we first went through this in April, was coming out. Djokovic had his comments like, "Oh well, you know what? Whatever y'all say, I'd rather have the choice of what I want to do with my body." Uh, you know, along with what you hear now with the whole mask thing and all this. I missed that. that. I didn't that. hear yeah, him say see, that. He took some flack about that. Okay. Put that one in my radar. Then it comes down that uh, without the guidance and really this, because keep in mind, this isn't an ATP. What he put on is not an ATP sanctioned event. The WTA is not back in motion. The U.S. Open is that first kind of target. I don't know if that was small tournaments. So you put that <clears throat> comments a few months back when we first started this. Then when New York basically comes out and announced that, hey, we're, you know, Governor Como says, hey, we're going to have – the U.S. Open, uh, no fans, but we welcome. Right. The big dogs is what you pay attention to in tennis. The golf and, and, U.S. And Open is in New York this year, too, but, but that's later on, but yeah. go ahead. That's Roger, which he's out the rest of the year because he's got knee problems, so he's shutting it down. Uh, Djokovic and Nadal. Now, the way they handle it, and, and I'm a big Nadal guy, but Djokovic, when the U.S. well. You know, because New York was an epic center at one time of this. And it was like, well, you know, I don't know. You know, Dahl's like, hey, man, everybody's got to get tested. And he just came out this week. He goes, you asked me today. I'm not going. But in August, we'll see. Djokovic has some comments at this time. So he tries to do a good thing for some of his fellow countrymen, some other guys a small tour, to put this tournament together overseas. Ball boys. Not really supposed to have ball boys. There's going to probably be no ball boys. And they, the, even some of these small tournaments that have no fans that people are going. Because what people got to think about tennis not everybody's Serena. Not everybody's Nadal Federer. These guys that are 100 in the world, 150, three months with no tennis, they need checks. There's guys hurting. You know, there, there's there's guys that um, that are, are are pretty much hurting for money. I, I've been following this. So, you know, Nadal, I mean, they Welcome asked him his America. comments. He Nadal was, Nadal was on a jet ski when they asked him. I mean, that's <laughs> Nadal, man. That, that's the guy. I mean, yeah. he's going for the GOAT t- uh, title along with Federer. Whoa. These guys are different. These guys are different. Oh, goat on clay is name. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, on clay. And, for sure. and to be honest with you, him and I mean, huh? him and Federer. Djokovic came in huh? and had to try to crash the party. 
uh, Nadal with Federer, it's right there and there coming over down the downstretch in Grand Slams. It's not that big a, a disparity there. Okay. But anyway, I digress. So when I saw him test positive, I was thinking like, well, first of all, you had ball boys. You shouldn't. Then you went to do that. But when the footage comes out on him in the nightclubs, He's in the clubs clubbing. And oh, Joker's, he was partying? Joker's, you know, having a party. He's hey. doing They go get seven. They playing soccer. This and this going out high-fiving, taking shots. See, they let the footage leak on this guy that's been out there, and then it's like, okay, you test positive, and you go. Now what you've done is now you put the ATP and what the U.S. Open looking like, well, you know, we don't know. So that was the one this week that came out on Monday, I think it was, or Tuesday, it broke on Tuesday. I was like, wow. You know, I, how's that I didn't see the footage of Jokic. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't he see that footage. What's up, Sam? You saw it? Oh, yeah, man. He was shirtless on top of the bar in one of the videos that leaked out. Well, I mean, and he did it but, to try to get those out, guys though. paid, a paycheck. So right. But guys the- in, in, in defense of him, there's a lot of us that are where the states are open. There's a lot of people living their quote unquote lives. Well, yeah, but this segment's about Joker. I want to oh, okay. stick on Joker. <laughs> I want to give Joker pitch on I'm that. Just, I'm, I'm, just worried, trying I'm worried about this guy, okay? This guy. You don't like him. Never really been a big fan of him. Talented <laughs> as hell. Salami loves him. Me and him disagree. Yeah, Salami does that's like him. He's a winner. But, y'all, yeah. But he was trying won- to get those guys paid. But, I mean, hell, we all hurting, ain't we? Yeah, tennis, they they struggling, man. Them guys and girls, they're struggling. I mean, that's the reason why it's just like, you know, this whole thing on the go. So, we got that. Um. Yeah. So you know the the the, the heightened awareness. Uh, we're we're in the middle of these spikes, so things are going to be interesting. You know, uh, Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, they don't care. I mean, Florida's like second or third, right behind Texas, or right there. Well, excuse me, Florida's I think ahead of us a little bit, or even because it's Florida, Cali, and Texas that are really like just breaking, shattering then, numbers from April. We always and March. said we didn't get our national. We don't get respect from the national media. Well, we're getting it now with being, yeah. number, being number three in the yeah, country. Yeah, because we were being number we, three in the country. We always like, well, national media don't care about us. We Well, we getting our national media. Yeah. Um, our presence our presence is known on the national radar right now. Yeah, because you got a governor that basically oh. Trump got his his balls in the palm of his hands since he, since he started Whoa. this. And, and therefore, he's, he's, he, he's, he's, he's kind of – Quiet and like, oh, well, you know, you know, we had about 20 of them short with rifles. We came to a mask or whatever. Now you're seeing the repercussions of this. And he comes out today. I haven't seen the press come, but I'm like, okay, he's halted the phase of reopening. What does that mean? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> do, like what other phase was coming? What are we waiting on? Amusement parks? He's talking about Fiesta, Texas? What is he talking about, man? Just wear the damn mask, man. You know, just wear the mask. But this in Florida. So Florida's a hotbed spot. Yeah. Tommy's still what, getting Tom people still together. Working out? Yeah, there was a camera that caught them. Still the practice or whatever. I've never seen helicopters break their neck to try to get footage of uh, uh, of a guy uh, practicing. I, I do want to. I want to. I want to stick to sports today. But don't we have to? Um, are we at a point where now we kind of just pray that we don't get deathly ill? Aren't we all going to get it? We just got. Are we all going to get I it? I mean, because you can't control where everybody is that you're around. I don't know if we're all going to get it. It's just, so? it's, it's a thing where we got to live with it. it, it it's going to have to I take its like, course. I mean, I trust me. I don't want to. I'm, I, my, I'm too fat. I'm out of shape. I don't want to get it. I smoke cigars. I don't want to. Yeah, but I'm just really. like, I'm just like, damn, I don't know. Like, because every other day you hear somebody, well, I was around this person and they tested. And it's this definitely. Per- 
Yeah, I mean the testing they're doing, you know, the testing is showing that, but it's been, you really got to look at the hospital numbers. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, the it's not about scary. you know we're doing more testing. That means it's more positive. No, it just means look yeah. at the hospitals and the admissions. So I'm not going to say we're all going to get it, but I just feel like yeah, I hope the, not. from here to 2020, I don't think I can afford to 2020 shot. We're all you got to live with it. Hey, you got to go to work. And with that's it. my you question, sports wise, like golf. You know, I know the people, some people that are covering it, you know, with their tournament going on, they had their rules, but they said a lot of guys were being kind of lax about it. Guys are like getting their tests and before they get their results, they're heading out to the range, fraternizing. So I just, again, with NBA, MLB, NFL, if golf can't control two man teams, I don't know what the hell we supposed to do with 12, 25, 53. Golf can't control two man teams. Because they're not in a bubble. I just, but that you got to let it take its course. That's what. That's what. That's what. No, that's what the yeah. PJ said. The PJ said, "Look, y'all, we knew we were gonna get some positives." I mean, we. I don't even think we've heard because just this past week was the first time that all NBA players had to get tested. That was showing the facility. So yes. we haven't even heard the results of that right, coming out right, right, right. Uh, yet. Uh, so we got that. But when we get back, uh, we're going to dive into this bubble situation uh, in NASCAR. There's Are been we? a lot of developments. Yes, a lot of developments on this. And definitely have my opinion um, on this as well. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Rudy J, Sam Spin, the one and twos. All right, so um, and shortly we're going to be do- uh, joined by uh, Don Murphy. She used to host yeah, uh, track. Now. Yeah, I'm going to go to her first. Let me just get my because I know we're going to agree on some things and disagree because I've made up my mind on this the way I feel about it. Uh, you know, um, because this is I mean, this is taking turns and twists. And I'm and I think if I'm not mistaken, I think TMZ's already come out today uh, and released uh, photos. Uh, you know, of the news confirming him uh, of that because I saw him live uh, after the FBI. And just to tell you straight up, I'm skeptical uh, and really not buying into the report uh, of the FBI. You know, we've said that it's there since 2019. Okay. Uh, But I know when the FBI came out and NASCAR released a statement, there was no hate crime committed or whatever. Then within hours, uh, less than hours, of course, the power of social media it just really ran into the fact of, uh, you know, this is a pull-down rope. Uh, they're on all garages. Uh, NASCAR rushed to a judgment on this uh, to put the narrative yep. out there. Yep. This is what it is. It's not a news. All of that stuff. Hours later, Bubba goes on CNN on Don Lemon's show. And um, Don was, you know, because, you know, I got my feelings about Don Lemon, but when he really wants to come at certain things, he knows how to pace himself. But but toward the end of the the interview, you know, Don said, look, I mean, um, Don said, hey, you know, 
it's reporting that this is supposedly some type of pull down rope, this and that. And Bubba said, look, man, um, and I'm a, if you listen to this show long enough, I'm a big guy on body language and reading guys. I could just look, I mean, Bubba's been through a lot in the last week or so. Uh, I don't think he's a guy that really loves or wants the limelight. You know what I'm saying? So I think this is all, even though he's fighting a good fight and speaking up and making some good changes in NASCAR, I think it also looks at him being a little uncomfortable. And Bubba just say, look, man, whatever you want to say, it was a noose. And he said his guy that was with him, Part of his team, his crew chief, did, did his a due research. diligence, right. looked at it and said, hey, no, we've got to take it there. No, he we, went and we walked got around and made sure it was around. the only one. So he's just said, his hey, investigation said there was the only one that was tied he like a noose. He did not, as a person, not to speak for him, Who? Didn't re- speaking of Bubba, didn't really go there, but from that looked like a guy that wasn't really too happy or really content with basically the what finding the in it did, right. in, in, in that way. That's the way that I feel on it. I'll elaborate uh, a little bit more on that and the reasons to that. Uh, but right now, we'll go to um, Dawn, Miss Murphy, who, uh, for people that are not familiar, uh, you know, for years she used to host a show called Track Smack on this station and other stations here locally. So she's uh, been really following this sport, in love with this sport. She bleeds uh, this sport. Uh, you know, that's why I know we're going to disagree and agree on some things. But, uh, Don, um, nice to hear from you again. So give us your thoughts. Of, first off, give us your thoughts of when this first developed okay. and you heard about this and you saw this report and they had to release this Sunday evening of what was finding and then that race gets rained out, they come back money. Take us to that point and then lead us up to what your thoughts of the state of NASCAR after the fact of the FBI report. Okay, and guys, I want to ask, I mean, and I would never ask this of you guys, but you know, y'all know I I work there, I know how the clock works and stuff, but I want to make sure, because you guys are friends, uh, you know, to me, I mean, y'all are like family to me, and so I want to make sure that if whatever questions you have, I want you to ask, because there are some things that are very specific that I want to get to. Second of all, before I tell you this, I want you to understand, I call, I talked to Rudy two days beforehand. Okay. I knew information that hadn't been released yet, and the reason I knew it is if you listen to our show, Tracks Mac Radio, this is my 16th year now doing this, and I still have the show. We do a podcast. One of my go-to people is our very good friend, Philippe Lopez. Philippe is actually from San Antonio originally. Mm-hmm. Philippe is the director of competition for Richard Petty Motorsports. So there is the CEO of Richard Petty Motorsports, there is Richard Petty himself, and then there's Philippe. So that is the chain of command order. Philippe was the Richard Petty Motorsport representative dealing with all of this, first of all. He gave me the breakdown of from Sunday night when he first got the call to everything that happened after that. And everything that he has told me has played out exactly how he told me. And what I want to do, first of all, Calvin, is one of the things I saw on a post that you had said mm-hmm. is you were talking about the coincidence of this being in Bubba's garage area. Mm-hmm. I want to explain to you and people who don't follow NASCAR how the garage area works, okay, okay? On, a, on a normal race weekend. And then I want to break it down how it's happening right now through COVID. Mm-hmm. But on a normal race weekend, garage areas, they're, they're two-sided, okay? The garages are. Mm-hmm. One side has about 20 cars on one side about 20 cars on the other, and there's usually like two or three guys um, (laughs) that have pop-up tents on the side because they usually don't run like a full race or whatever, so they don't get a garage themselves. But So about 40 cars, all right? The garages are numbered 
according to the point standings, okay? Now, when I say that, a garage number, like the garage number that Bubba pulled this week was garage number four. That doesn't mean he's fourth in points. That just happens to be the number that's on the garage stall. But they are numbered up according to points. All year long, there is one... Hey, Washington, D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns. The excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here. So now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week 7. And placing your bets at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. That will have the same garage stall at every racetrack on the circuit, and that is the current champion. They get garage stall, which it may not be numbered number one, but it's number one the way that NASCAR looks at the garages. And I know that's kind of hard to explain. I'm fine. But usually the champ, usually the guys that are in the top twenty, they're on the back side of the garage area and not on the front side. And so that's and whereas on the front side it might be numbered one, two, three, four, five. Does that make sense to you? I'm fine. (laughs) Okay. So they go by points. So guys that are like um, 20th place to 43rd place, honestly, usually those guys, like I'm going to give you Texas Motor Speedway, for example. There's two races a year there for NASCAR. So you would go there in April and you would come again in November during the chase. I can pretty much tell you on any given race year, I can go into that garage area. I don't have to be told. I know exactly where I can go and find Bubba or whoever based on their points, where they are in the garage. And nine times out of 10, they are in the exact same stall. They were in the year, you know, the, the race before or the previous race, they were there in Texas, or they're within one or two garage stalls because the points don't change. It, it, would, it would be just like the NBA or NFL, the standings is what I'm saying. They don't really change that much. So they're going to be within that same area whatnot but with that said you know last season the last time they were at talladega and these garages at talladega are brand new they have only been used outside of this last race they were only used once and that was in october of 2019 okay Hmm. um the 21 car happened to be there bubba's stall was like one or two stalls down but um that was where the 21 car was last season i can't tell you why and and I can tell you, <laughs> I've been told that they may have an idea of who it was. The problem is, is this person no longer is, he was, and I, I feel, I don't even know if I should say that they're not somebody that was on a crew directly. Um, and they no longer work in NASCAR anyways this season. And so without like 100% proof, like video of this dude doing it and stuff, they can't come out and accuse somebody. There's just no way to do that, you know? And so, but the FBI immediately came in and I invite you guys NASCAR's um, Steve Phelps put out a uh, did a press conference today where he 
he was thorough with the timeline. He broke it all down. The FBI came in and took over. And the reason the FBI took over, guys, is because the FBI has already been involved because Bubba and RPM have been getting hate mail and death threats and all kinds of stuff sent to them exactly. in, at their at their shops. Okay, so which is why they so, reacted the way they did. Just speaking exactly. to the just speaking to the people that are trying to call him Jesse Smollett. Like it's not it was it, it was a big deal. Right. It wasn't and just something. Today, Steve Phelps, the president of NASCAR, said if there's one thing looking back that he should have done differently and that he didn't, is he didn't use the word alleged hate crime. And, you know, it's like we can all look back later on. But he was reacting in the moment. He was in Bubba's holler. Even when Bubba's team told him, please don't go talk to Bubba right now, because until we know more, we really we need Bubba's head to be focused on racing and not worried about it. Okay, well, hold on, Don. Hold on that point. Well, something I, mean, I want you to clarify. We got. And okay. I know we're coming up to break uh, in a little bit, oh, we and we'll just and we'll carry. Just hold, yeah, yeah just we'll cover on. you we're on done. the uh, other side before we, we wrap up. Break, but yeah. I do have a question and a couple points uh-huh. I want to get before we get you out of there. But we got a break coming up. Just hold on, and uh, we'll continue this when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Day's Pizza. All right, don't forget they got their new uh, location open in Alamo Ranch. You can go through drive-thru. You can call the order in. They still have carry-out, and they still have their location in Leon Springs. That is Double Day's Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, Don, so uh, you gave us some good insight so far, but let me just ask you a question to clarify this for the listeners and stuff that's been going on uh, Facebook. The bottom line is with the picture that was released from TMZ, the picture that's been out there, out of like you said, you got about 40 garages or 40 cars in a race, depending. This pull-down rope that's on all these garages, this is not normal Mm -hmm. practice to have a pull-down rope in the shape of a noose, correct? Correct, and I don't even know. I'm trying to think, Kevin, to be honest with you, I don't know – the picture that you're talking about, I'm not sure if it's the one that NASCAR officially released today because that's not from TMZ. It's from NASCAR if it is. Well, oh, ESPN, it's on itself. ESPN, too, so I'm pretty sure ESPN yeah. went whatever NASCAR released because it's on ESPN's yes. site as well. Yeah, and in fact, I sent Rudy during the break because if we didn't get to it, I wanted to let you all know. So NASCAR did a sweep of their garage areas right. circuit-wide yesterday. Over 1,150 garage stalls circuit-wide, they found – 11 ropes tied in a knot with a little handle on it, which there was some pictures early on going on of the garage areas, and you can kind of see that where guys will make a, you know, you'll tie it in a loop to make a little handle to pull or whatever. And there was 11 of those found, okay? There was one noose, and there is no denying that is a noose that was done in that picture, 
and all the rest were just straight ropes hanging down. Okay, well you, so, you okay you you brought up my my post and 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 the reason for let me give you my reason to post and I'm skeptical is like if you had to try this in a jury of twelve people and you had to mm-hmm. look at evidence of the defendants it's it's NASCAR versus uh for Bubba Wallace and you look right. at the events and say okay well how did we get this point okay well it's NASCAR they have a history to where they've mm-hmm. been a very exclusive uh, sport I know there's been changes. As Jeff Gordon got involved back in the day. I've talked to you. I've told you that I'm a big Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan. I don't know. I've told you that. But there's still that stigma there that it's been exclusive, good old boy type of sport. That. Okay, this comes after the fact of Bubba Wallace sits there. It demands basically a um the, the uh you know well first of all he he demands the ban oh, of the, the confederate flag, flag right. at the track events they tried it in 2017 didn't succeed they, they i think they ruled back then they, they didn't fly it as one of their flags like with the rest of flags but they didn't really ban it from the tracks like they did now when it didn't pass 2017 so i take that in into consideration on top of that sure. bubba wallace drives a all black lives matter car mm-hmm. in this race mm-hmm. Okay, that's a mm-hmm. big deal. Shows unity. He speaks out. He goes on a national platform on CNN. And on top of that, you have a driver that probably didn't even mean nothing. Dude didn't qualify. Never won anything. I forgot his name. He says, oh, I'm quitting if this goes. But fast forward. You have somebody that takes the time and takes the money and the resources to to fly a Confederate flag over the track mm-hmm. saying to fund NASCAR. <laughs> You've got a bunch of rallies going on outside of the track and find the Confederate flag. Oh, and by the way. In 2019, this is from our investigation. The news just happened to basically be left from 2019. And by the way, after all these events, this just happened to get assigned garage number four. And if I look at that and I'm looking at um, the reality of it, that's the reason why I'm I'm, I'm skeptical on it because to me, and I'll give these raisins on during the the uh, during the show, but I feel that it's a situation where. I applaud NASCAR for getting behind Bubba in regards to with the Black Lives Matter, supporting him on that, taking his uh, you know interview with Don Lemon a week or two ago, acting within 72 hours to make a decision that they've tried to do for years not to get done, and batting the Confederate flag. But at the end of the day, as you know, NASCAR is a business. And in my personal opinion, it's like they've showed they took it seriously. They got the FBI. They've done that. They all made a good TV moment of getting behind Bubba's car, pushing his car across the finish line at Talladega. Oh, and by one of the evidence, too, we're in Talladega, Alabama. Okay? That's exactly. where the site of this is, too. We are in Alabama, Talladega. That's where it's at. And, and 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 only that. So they do all that. But at the end of the day, if I'm the reason skeptic, do we need to really push this far? Is it really to kind of name even if somebody did this or whatever? Is it really to go that far to basically bring more? That's why I feel that I'm skeptical in the way because really, and also, and and maybe this is going to happen even more because Don Lemon had a good question with Bubba last night. It's it's too the not Bubba, but he had somebody else on it talking about this. Is that the fact after the FBI report was released? After we said, hey, this is not a hate crime, I still felt that. And they looked at Twitter. They look at their fan base of NASCAR on their feed. They know what's out there, the perception. I also feel like they let Bubba kind of lay out a little mm-hmm. bit to dry. 
they let they kind of let them out to dry to wish mm-hmm. that oh well, this is fake oh this okay. is, was a setup this is just a publicity stunt sure. and that all all that together that way too. all that together puts me to the fact that like you know what I don't care what the FBI report says. I don't care. And and trust me, and like anybody that we live in a world of skepticism and like, you know, our FBI agents ain't no saint. I mean, J. Edgar Hoover, hell, he had FBI. He had him. They 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 trade. They trailed. uh, uh, you know, Martin Luther King, Dr. King, when he was basically going the civil rights movement, they monitored him, too. So the FBI, well, the FBI's final. That's just my opinion, because at the end of the day, when they see Bubba is a situation where they could back him. But at the end of the day, it's about business. And the guys that run NASCAR knows that Bubba could be a big asset to their sport to get more African-Americans and more minorities into their sport that rings more dollars. That's just the way sure. I feel about it. Well, let me address this really quick. Um, first of all, you mentioned the Don Lemon interview last night. That was already scheduled. And actually, he was, um, Bubba was also supposed to be on Trevor Noah. Um, and they were, and, and that, so that was already all scheduled. That was in response to um, everything that you saw on Monday before the event happened. Um, so those interviews were scheduled. And in fact, Richard Petty Motorsports was trying, they got the Trevor Noah one postponed. But Bubba was adamant about going on with Don Lemon last night because, again, he wants to cl- he wanted to clear his name. Now, if you listen to his interviews, the very first things that he says is NASCAR has been behind me on this. And this was NASCAR and Steve Phelps, the president, when he went to him. I told you, he went to him behind the back of Richard Petty Motorsports when they asked him not to. He still went. He was so shook by this event. He went to, to Bubba's motorhome that night that evening showed him the picture and was crying because he was he was terrified for his driver but i want to back up really quick calvin because there's a couple things that i want to point out i get everything you're saying and i've been like i said i've been following the sport now for 20 years you know as well as i do let's go back to the kaepernick thing how many nfl fans and i use that term loosely but how much flack and I'm not watching the NFL anymore because of this and I'm going to do this and, you know, out there protesting. How many of those people do you honestly believe were NFL fans? Not a lot. No. Because NFL fans aren't – we're not watching the game for the anthem. And, in fact, before Colin Kaepernick, before the controversy, you didn't even see the damn national anthem on TV. It wasn't shown. It was right. only shown during the Super Bowl. So give me a break. That's the same crap that you're getting right now with these quote-unquote – NASCAR fans. These are not NASCAR fans. These are bigots and racists that have moved on. These are Trump supporters moving on to their next thing to try to throw out there. And because NASCAR has turned their back and said, this is not what we stand for. First of all, 80% of the drivers in NASCAR nowadays are from the Midwest or the West Coast. This sport has evolved to become an international sport. It is no longer the sport of the Southeast. And, and most of the races are not even on the southeast coast anymore. So that's one thing. Two, Reggie Brooks, the, late, uh, the great Reggie Brooks NFL player, back in the early 90s, late, or I'm sorry, early 2000s, came up with the Drive for Diversity program, where he pushed, which Eric Amarola, who is a Cuban-American driver, came out of that. Bubba Wallace came out of that. Kyle Larson came out of that. Um, Daniel Suarez has come out of that. There are multiple drivers But I want to remind folks, there are crew members, there are PR folks, there are higher-ups in the organization that have all come through that Drive for Diversity program. It is not just about drivers. And there are multiple, multiple 
African-American drivers throughout the NASCAR series. Bubba just happens to be the only one in the Cup series right now. No, yeah, I I figured that. Well, we're up against it, Don, but let me just, because we're going to come up break, but let me just, uh, as we end this interview, I appreciate you wanting to come on the show. Just answer me quick. Where do you you think the sport grows from this, or where does the sport go, or is this something that lingers uh, the rest of the year for for, for your sport in NASCAR? 3.3 3.3 million viewers on a Monday afternoon tuned into NASCAR. We have so many new viewers. We have a lot of NFL guys that are on Twitter asking questions and are totally into it. Bubba's popularity has grown. Um, I think people feel more welcomed. I invite you guys. I have told you before, Rudy, I've told you. I invite you guys as soon as COVID is done and we are over. Please be my guest at Texas Motor Speedway. I would love for you to come out and experience a NASCAR event because I promise you, you will walk away from it with an entirely different perspective of the stereotypes. And, you know, not to be mean, guys, but you guys, of, of anyone should know, you can't buy into stereotypes. No, I got you. I appreciate your time appreciate checking, it, in with, uh, checking in with us today, Don. Thank Take you. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, uh, we'll get a little bit more into that, then we'll move on to some other things. Uh, like I said, we got to look at the NBA. Uh, Bradley has decided that, uh, you know, safety of his daughter is more important. He will not be rejoining LeBron in his quest for another title. We got to talk about that, get to the uh, Jamal Adams update. You listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Um, Respect for Don, what she does. She's been on the grind a long time, so respect that. Uh, but I stand by my post, and I stand where I feel. I just feel that, you know, and what, what she did say, I do agree. I mean, yeah, the, the sport has been, they had a title at one time, one of the fastest-growing sports. Um, I, I don't think it goes back to where it was the old, you know, Richard Petty days and all that. And I think you do well, have a more thing, diverse I remember, audience, but still. It's, I know another thing that hurt them at the time. Remember when gas went through the roof? Remember when gas went through the roof and people, because like, uh, NASCAR is one of those things where you travel there, your RVs and stuff like that. And people just couldn't afford to drive their big old RVs and their dualies uh-huh. and everything down there. I remember the. When gas was like, I don't remember, was that 08, 08, 09, when the gas was like almost $4 a gallon? That 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 set them back as well. And, and I do. But that and, was a long and, time and, ago. And like I think Don is right to say that there are other fans that are not the stereotypical what you think of NASCAR. That's fact. But what's also fact is that those fans we speak of, they still contribute dollars to that sport. And at the end of the day, at the, on the NASCAR level, not the other circuits that come up. Bubba Wallace is only the active African American driver. He is the, the minority cup, in the that cup. sport. She called it the cup. Uh, yeah, the, the cup it's, it's uh, in that sport. He's minority more than one, more than one way. He's the only African American, and not only that, he's the only African American in that sport with all those drivers. So at the end of the day, I think that at the bottom line, they see money potential with Bubba in this movement to attract more people to sport. He's going to have to win. Is Bubba going to make me sit down and watch a NASCAR event? No, he's not. 
I, I hope he does well, but he doesn't have that same effect on me that a Tiger Wood does. It just hasn't. Uh, number two, I do feel like it, it's just still hard for me to believe that with everything in line and how they assign these garages that, oh, by the way, all this, you just happen to be getting that garage that this was a news tie like it. If it ain't a hate crime and it ain't with somebody trying to scare Bubba, in my opinion, what it was, it was a bad joke gone bad. And, 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 and the way I look at it is a situation, and Rudy and myself can both speak on this. And I thought about this. It's like, you know, like growing up, being on a soccer team, growing up soccer when we got to high school, the, the amount of black people you get on a soccer team ain't the same that you got on a football or basketball team, okay? <laughs> Keep that in mind. So when you get there and you get in a team and you get in a brotherhood of a sport you and you might be only the one or two jokes. black guy there, right. then your other teammates that don't look like you, they feel comfortably like, man, he'll take a joke. You know, that's Bubba. That's Rudy. That's Calvin. Yeah. And then basically it, it happens, but then the reaction is like, whoa. We, we thought you were, you thought you were one of us that it would be okay <laughs> that's my opinion right, what I, I know think what happened mean. but the that's, whole the whole it was there since 2019 that's and hard it to just, believe and it just so happened to be in his garage is tough for me that's a tough <laughs> that's a hell of a coincidence for me for me that's right. a hell of a coincidence for me I feel like if we living amongst people that think this virus can be fake I can think I, 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 and people are dying. I think I can sit there and look right. at this report. They had a judge in the twelve. Like I don't smell right. Just like oh man, the bubble, we can't joke with bubble like that. They tested yeah, eleven hundred. <laughs> they they went and looked at eleven hundred uh, pulls. This is the only one that was a noose. And out of eleven hundred, it ends up in Bubba's garage. No. In Talladega, Alabama, where they had a government official not too long ago, a few years ago, they had to apologize for doing blackface not too long ago. Hey, Washington, D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns. The excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here, so now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week 7. And placing your bets at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21. Take charge of your health with Johns Hopkins Medicine's A Woman's Journey. Join us virtually on Saturday, November 13th between 10 a.m. and 12.15 p.m. to learn about the latest advances in women's health from Johns Hopkins physicians. Attend two seminars from colon cancer in black women to early signs of memory loss. Gather with friends and family and walk away feeling empowered. A Woman's Journey. It's health education for all of us. To register or learn more, visit hopkinsmedicine.org slash a woman's journey or call 410-955-8660. I mean, it's it's just yeah. too much evidence, man. You, you we wouldn't get no hung jury. We'd be delivering for like ten minutes. Hung is the There's wrong it. word in this situation. True, no pun intended. Yeah, my come bad. On now. My Damn. bad. Good lord, Calvin. Well, it's the technical term. You see what well, my bad is. Yeah. You're right. Wrong terminology <laughs> for this one, but y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm saying. Seven three six nine seven sixty. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. 
Um, yeah, so moving on. Uh, moving on. I'm pretty sure there will be more updates on that coming throughout, whatever. We'll see how it plays out. But let's switch gear to the NBA because they're, you know. Where are we going? Well, we're going to go with, again, we're going to wait results of how many NBA players are going to pop test. I know the Joker, uh, he basically lost weight. Which but he Joker also are we came talking about? We were talking pops. about the tennis Joker early. Now we're talking about the Denver The Nugget. other Joker. The one that super showed skinny. a lot of shape. But now he's super skinny. But now he got the virus, too. So yeah. he's got a quarantine before report. Because he went to uh, Serbia and then he's going to come back. He's got it. But he was um, what they call asymptomatic. Meaning okay. he had no no symptoms. no symptoms whatsoever. Uh, Bradley. Avery Bradley says, no, nah, I'm not putting my daughter in harm's way. I will not be going to Orlando. And in true Calvin fashion, the Lakers said, cool, we'll call up J.R. Smith. He's been getting in shape. What do you say, true Calvin? <laughs> because said, with your, uh, your attitude, is just like, yeah, the show must go on. I mean, they can <laughs> The show say, must go uh, on. Uh, J.R. Smith, that's funny. They would have to rely on Keep him. Keep in mind, they already picked up Deion Waiters. Before Corona broke, that's right. Yeah, they, so they have Deion. He hadn't logged any games yet, though, right? I don't think so. No, Deion um, hadn't played any games. But hey, you so got now it. they got the Henny Man and the uh, Edible Man. Remember wow. Deion? Remember Deion had the? Uh, he took too he many edibles. Bad reaction. He had the one. On the well, he had the the typical. You take one edible, you're like, oh man, this ain't, ain't do nothing. Y'all yeah, lied to me. He ate yeah, he that second one, that, and he yeah. thought the he thought somebody was standing Geeked on out. the wing. He thought somebody was standing on the wing of the plane. <laughs> no man, um, yeah, the edibles are different. I, according to my buddies, I, yeah. I wouldn't know. No, the edibles you don't get in that. <laughs> Stick to those swishers. Um, look, and, and swishers, this is the man. deal. You got to uh, What's up? You got to respect that. I mean, if he's got a daughter and he you doesn't want to go. respect that. I thought you were like, hey, we got to play. We Everybody got to get back I to work. I think you got to play, but I'm also not going to kill guys that don't want to go back because of virus. And you know what? If you're LeBron and LeBron's all about family, how can you sit there and feel any will about I don't think Bradley? he's going to hold yeah. it against him. It, it, it sucks, but I don't think Bradley's going to be the only one. Um, who? Because some of these guys are free agents, what I'm hearing that's factoring in, too, that they don't. Bertans is saying, no, thank you. I'm going to break the bank anyway. Berton's about to get paid anyway. He's not coming back. He don't play. I think Trevor Reza, didn't he? Trevor Reza says he's not going to. He's got something going on because I think he's split from uh, the mother of his child, and he's supposed to be able to be seeing his the mother, the, his son or daughter during that time, so he doesn't want to miss out on that time. Something along those lines. This, we're going to be at this with golf. We're going to be with this the team sports and football. There's going to be some guys that don't want to go play basketball. We're going to have more names out, and it's just going to come down to these guys that fill in. If you can get it done, and, and that's just it. I mean, that, I mean, but once the NBA changed their decision and said, well, if you – you got to let us know by this date. You'll still get paid if you let us know by this date. If you don't want to come, when they kind of switch that instead of just saying, "Oh well, you don't play, you ain't getting paid," it kind of opened the door for this. I just think it's funny that they're going to go rely on J.R. Smith. And the last time we saw J.R. Smith and LeBron on the court, J.R. was dribbling the wrong way when the clock <laughs> ran out in Golden State. So now he's yeah. going to be back on on a, on a Lakers uh, sideline. God. This year is one thing, you know, trying to crown a champion this year is one thing. But when we get, whenever we resume for the start of next season, which is supposed to start somewhere around December, December, you're not going to be able to be in the bubble. Like, I'm more concerned about next season. Like, what are we doing next season? Because you can't do a full season in a bubble. 
What are we doing? We don't make, make enough money to have to come up with those decisions. That ain't yeah, our fault. That, that ain't, our that problem, ain't our, I just feel that you you we're gonna have to live with it. But the difference between now and well, that's starting in December. That's still. I just think that until they get a vaccine, it is going to be a trial by error situation when they restart these. Because you got to think that's a quick turnaround for the NBA that we've never had quick. before. You're very gonna. Quick. I mean, so what? They start this. Let's just say game start. The end of July, early August. It's supposed to be, yeah, sometime at the end of July. So very it's gonna, this, July. we're going to crown a champion by the end of what? October, October or September? Somewhere in October. So you get a month off, and then you're coming back for camp. Training camp, then we start in December. In December. Um, who knows how it's going to be like that? I mean, who knows? I just think to your point that you had in the document, what you said a few segments ago about if golf can't handle this spike, and we've seen yeah, it in tennis. Yeah, golf can't handle two-man teams. I mean, look, at the one that I really think is going to have the problem the most out of anybody, and that's college football. Because look at what they're doing. Maybe this start, starts once camp opens for football, NFL, but college, man, like I told you, LSU, 22, 23 guys. Texas, last time I checked, was at 15, 14. Clemson's got 24 guys. There's one of, I forgot who it was, but they've had to shut down. And when you talk about Bradley making that decision, look at James, look at my man Franklin at Penn State. What did he say? He had to make a tough decision to where his daughter, I forgot what her his daughter suffers with, but she's got a very con, uh, condition. I don't know if, I don't think it's sickle cell. I think it's something else. But anyway, he had to talk to his family, his daughter. The decision was, is like when we start, he's got to live in Happy Valley for six months and his kids and his family got to stay behind. He said it ain't worth it. He said it was emotional. They cried about it, but he six said, I, he said, because he's got some, and he goes, and if there's some Penn State guys that don't want to play, they don't have to play, but we're going to have to figure out how to do with it. So he's got to be away from his family for six months. I know military. I know military people like right, and. right. <laughs> I know yeah. military people like, hey, welcome to the club. We do that a lot, especially if you're like in the if you're in the Navy. Sometimes you might go on a nine month tour across um, the area when guys are going to Afghanistan for a year at a time. Come home for threes, go right back out. I, I just think who's making all, who are these companies kind of making all these money off these tests. Everybody got tested. MLB got the MLB got tested at their disposal. NBA using, got tested. Well, like who somebody's getting fat. MLB is using the same group that tests their for their PEDs. Really? They've switched over and got equipped to handle all somebody, their tests. Somebody's getting fat Certain out here testing in this country. The companies. Yeah. That's why, you know, months ago when we we're going this, you had that lady come and denounce and Fauci, you know, he's doing this. I wouldn't be shocked that a lot of these guys got guys' personal interest and money in yeah. these testing groups and all that kind of stuff. But um, it's definitely going to be challenging. That's why I've heard some people say that, hey, well, you know what, it's not an asterisk because if you go through all this and you still win a uh, championship – you know, you would go ahead and go. There's going to be some guys. You're going to have to put them up for the practice squad. Some guys are short. Um, Spurs, they what signed, uh, what was my man's name? Tyler Zeller. They yeah. signed him because they're short on the front court area. Um, I still wonder what Pop's going to do because I know Pop's had issues here and there. He won't re reveal them, but he's had issues here and there health-wise. So that, still just, wondering what he's going to do as far as he's going to be on the bench or what's going to go on. This is weird. Let Becky handle it, man. It's like, I mean, I've, I'm not the Astrid guy, but there's no other way I can deem this. You don't You don't take about it that sitting no, around for three man. months restarting and whoever no, has to go man, win it is is a, and everybody's the on the biggest, same playing field? This is the biggest asterisk in the history of sports. And it's not even, there's not even a close second. Not the 99 Spurs, not the 2012 Miami Heat. 
This will be the because I mean I'm telling you someone's gonna get sick at the middle of the playoffs, end of the playoffs, in the finals. It's crazy, man. This is crazy. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be their front and center, but let this me is ask the you this: asterisk okay. in the history is of this more about trying to put a champion? And in the you have guys that books. ain't gonna even go. Okay, let me ask you this: Is this more the NBA trying to put a champion in the history books in the sports buy whatever you call it? In the history books, or is it more of protecting the salary cap next year and the business it's, model of the structure? Is if we're going it, if we're going through all this? You the one thing about the one thing about really, really wealthy people, I won't even say rich, that's disrespectful. The one thing about really wealthy people, they don't like losing money. This is they're trying to stop the bleeding. The, you got owners that are bleeding. Right. You got owners that are bleeding, and it's like, yo, we got to find a way to recoup some of what we've already lost. TV, sponsors, all that. There's a lot of money that's been— Concession stand, Concession stand. There's a lot of money that's been left on the table. So, th- number one, stop the bleeding. Number two, the, as far as the player side, yes, stop the salary cap. Number three, a distant third is crowning the champion. I don't think— I think that's like a distant third, like, oh, we have to have a champion. No, this is a stop. These owners want to stop the bleeding. Do we have an update a on A lot Lou? of money lost. Do we What's have up? an update on Lou Williams where he stands? No, I haven't heard from Because I feel again. like once you get Bradley, once one jumps in the pool that I'm not going, you might get a, a onslaught of guys that – Yeah, Jared Dudley know. was like, oh, man, you know, nobody talking about soft tissue injuries because we only get two weeks of camp, then we start playing. And Patrick Beverly, who's on the team with Lou Williams, like, man, I ain't trying to hear all that check ball. Like let's go play. Like, so pattern so change his yeah, because he, he was skeptical. He, yeah, he about was skeptical at first too. So now he's like, "Yo, check ball." So no, I have not heard from uh, Lou. It's all gonna depend. Or we supposed to start camp here soon? It's all gonna depend on how these spikes go. And then being being down there in Florida, they really gonna have to have wherever and they have. Just look lock. at that. This is the one that this is the site that they chose in Orlando, and you chose a site where we've got a hotbed brewing. <laughs> Like, but God I mean, it's on Lee. lock though. You can't just walk up in there. No, you can't. You can't just walk up in the hotels I, there. At. Like I said, I there is going to be some guys that are going to get tested positive when this thing resumes. But the asterisk, I got to think about that one, Rudy. It's I the mean, biggest I, I asterisk think, in the history of sports. It's not even close, Cal. This is ridiculous. Oh, oh I'm you, for are, it. Are you I'm saying, for it. I'm okay, so saying. are you gonna are you, are you gonna be asterisk, Rudy, for 2020 for the baseball 60 games? For football, no preseason, no training camp. Maybe the football has to doctor football, their schedule. Football, if they play, if they find a way. Because football, the reason football is a little bit excluded from this conversation because injuries are a huge part in football. There's a huge part in any sport. Right. But in football, you get guys hurt all the time. Everywhere. I mean, hell, the Green Bay, you, you were talking about all the time. Yeah. They had 11 guys hurt when yeah. they won the Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles had 11 guys down when they just won the division. So football, you kind of are um, acclimated to dealing with injuries. So they're a little bit excluded. If they find a way to play 16 and they go through regular playoff, the worst thing but that's this fit. like MLB and NBA, they're two. This is two different. Both MLB, we're gonna get to them there. The, the, you see their schedule. Like, yo, we just going to play the division no, in 30, 20 games. No, but I want games. Sam or you to educate me on the what these new rules are doctoring. Because I'm hearing that maybe extra innings is going to be different if, if, okay. if this is the deal. Sam may have that one for you. Uh, but Manfred had to go and put the 60. The thing that's making me nervous about football and NFL is I would just say the thing that scares me is you can't have a unit 
get all catch it. Like you can't yeah. have a wide receiver, re- can't have a linebacker like we linebacker, got. I like right. or the whole. It's got to be spread out because if that happens, you're really screwed. You know. You just worried about your D, your DBs all catching it at once. You ain't worried about no other team. You worried about Denver. They're still about to rally around Vic, man. They doing a lot of <laughs> lot of marching up there. Things going on. A lot of young guys coming yeah, up. For sure. We'll see. But yeah, man, let's talk a little bit about the baseball rules when we get back. Listen to the sports grind. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rams. Smoothie King, they have a variety of fat burner smoothies, different flavors. They also got their immune builders uh, that you can put in your smoothie to help you build your immune system through these times as well. That is Smoothie King at the Rim, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so... um, that's the thing with NFL, man. I mean, just to keep with the theme and the answer question, like how can they control it? I just don't know if they're they're not going to be able to, but I think the NFL has been in a, a, an advantage uh, compared to all these other sports because they're going to be the ones that get to sit back, sit back. They're going to be looking at Orlando with the NBA. They're going to be looking at NHL hockey here in a little bit of Canada. They're going to be looking at baseball. Right. They're going to look at all that, right. and they've already got one or two or three different type of plans that are in place. I, and that's why I think, but they can't, they they can't, there's nothing they can do, no matter how many resources they got, that's going to keep their players from catching this. Right. And that's just where we all are at. The only thing that's going to take this off the rails from the sport aspect, I believe, even the NFL and that's if, you know, we continue to see these spikes and there's more states besides California, Florida, and Texas who's getting plummeted right now. And all of a sudden, you you see New York come back, you know, uh, mm. or you see some other states. Then all of a sudden, if you talk about where it has to be a governor, a, a, a state decision or federal decision on a lockdown and stuff like that, then that might you know, go backwards and then that's where it's all bets off. But if we're just dealing with this and, you know, restricting some things, pulling back, but people are to the economy and the way of life and people are going to still work day to day, NFL is going to be, NFL, I believe, is going to be there. Well, I agree. But it's just going to be, it's just going to be one of those situations. Now, baseball, uh, guys, so give me, okay, so 60 games. Uh, I think opening day is what between July twenty third, twenty fourth, somewhere around there. It's Sam? July twenty third, twenty fourth. One of those two. Uh, okay, and they're gonna do sixty games. I've heard that they've kind of. It's not really balanced out in regards to the divisions. Like it's the the, the non times you're gonna play somebody in division, but give me what I haven't heard is the. The 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 in the game rules like extra innings and and all ties and all that kind of stuff. 
yeah, it's it's going to be funky. The so the <laughs> divisional matchups will be even. So you're going to play everyone in the division will play each other the same amount of times. Yeah, you'll play them ten times, which will be forty games. Right, and then you have twenty games that'll come against the other division. But you're never leaving your region. Exactly. So, so like the, the AL Bra- West. Yeah, the Braves will never play the Dodgers. You're not going to leave your region. Okay. So like the AL West will end up playing all NL West teams, I think, to to stay in that region. So like, right. Yeah, Rangers and Astros are going to be playing a lot of you know, West Coast games, a lot of 905 start times. Mm. Um, but for the extra innings, it, it's minor leagues have been doing they did it last year. I think they might have done it the year before, maybe last year was the first, but the way it's going to work as soon as it goes to the 10th inning, every inning of extra innings will start with a runner on second base. What? Yeah. They're, 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 and no they, way. And yeah. they've been talking about this, Sam. They, they this now, has been discussions. That, you want to make a seam heads this, But this has been it's in discussions ridiculous. for years. <laughs> of of uh, this is possibly something they've entertained trying at the minor le- minor league level. So they, I just look at that they're taking advantage of this situation and say, let's see if this works. Which I, I mean, so in the extra innings, there's a runner automatically starts on second. Yeah, and I think it's going to be the guy that got out last in the previous inning will oh be the runner. God. Second, yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, we should have had salami on today. We got to get salami. We got he can call from home unless he thinks he's gonna get the cooties through the phone. <laughs> but we got to have salami on tomorrow. I know there's no way he's down with that. Sam's a seam head and he hates it. Give me what else is what else has come out of that besides that? One? Uh, DH for the NL. So the whole you know, all of baseball will have a DH next year, and as far as you know how long this will be implemented. Right now, it's just for this short just 60 season. Game right? Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean, they uh, part of the one of the original owners' offer was to have these rules for this year and next because mm-hmm. they. I mean, yeah, like you said. I mean, they've been trying out some of these yep. little random rules in minor leagues to see how they work. Okay, so have the, are they? Based off of just adding a second, are th- are there situations during the regular these regular sixty games? Can we have ties? No, no, no ties. No, okay, play it out. Okay, because I heard rumors that that could be a possibility in regards to that. Um, you know, I saw Joe Madden, which is the uh, manager for the LA Angels now, and I know he was asked point blank, like, "Hey, are you going to wear a mask in a dugout?" And Joe Madden's like, "Yeah." The leadership <laughs> reflects everything. If the guy's gonna be looking to see what I'm doing, and if I'm sitting there, he goes, most likely, he goes, you might not like it. It might not be goes, but most- hey, Washington D.C., we missed all the cheers, the tears, and the touchdowns, the excitement of a last-second field goal to get the heart pumping. The football season's finally here, so now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for Week Seven. And placing your bets at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the sports book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown. Town races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21. Those Lakers, yeah, I'll probably be wearing I don't a know. mask I in see, the dugout. That's out. the thing, man. Like, I, I know, uh, trust me, I wear it and I don't have any choice, but it's tough just going to HEB for 30 minutes with that thing on, let alone three hours. I know some people say I'm wearing one my whole shift, eight to ten hour shift with that thing on. You almost so. got to have the N95 if you have to wear it at work. Yeah, man. Well, people ain't enjoying see sitting if I on can, that. What do I sound uh, like sit, with it on on the radio? People ain't enjoying uh, sitting on that ventilator either, too. How do I sound? How do I sound? 
I have my mask muffled. on. Can you do radio with your mask on? Does it sound muffled? Uh, yeah. It does? Yeah, yeah. quite a bit. Like, yeah. totally different? It oh, kind of sounds God. like you're a hostage doing a, like, a ransom video. Really? And check this out. To paint the picture for people that can't see radio, <laughs> he has a mask on, and this is a respiratory disease, and he has a mask on with a what? cigar, a picture of a cigar lit on a thing like, yeah, man, your ass need to be, you need to stay home, man, because you, you, you can't roll the dice on this one. I like know, he like right. man, he got a it's a respiratory disease, but he got a mask with a picture of a is cigar a lit up. Is it respiratory? That's what they tell us. I mean, that's what they tell us so far. Um, it, it's just I, I don't know, man. It, it's gonna be it's weird times. I just think with baseball, and I do it. I felt with NBA, and and I just that's why I wish NBA would have just done the flat reseed the one through the things that they always talked about implementing because this is the perfect time to try it out and that's what baseball is doing but i'd be damned if i that whole second starting on second i mean you ain't done i don't even know if they do that in little league i don't even remember doing that in little league to start on second i mean come on i don't know about that but the bottom line is you got i'm focused on the circumstances that they're coming back under manford had to sit there and say hey man go play ball Ain't like they came to an agreement or whatever. I know Salami. When I talked to him the other day, I know he just said, you know, um, the, he, the head does of the player Manford yet. Well, he's always can stand uh, Manford, but the head of the players, Tony, what's his name, Sam? Tony. Tony uh, Clark. Tony Clark. Salami's like, man, Tony Clark's negotiating skills is terrible, and then and, and the bottom, he said he sucks. And then the thing is, why this was going on, he just said that Tony Clark is trying to make up for how they got taken over to the woodshed in the last agreement when these players, but these players too, they were looking at stuff like, oh, we want we want our own row and our own bus. We want our own thing. We want everybody, we got to have our so own shelves. The stuff that these players, like the union, <laughs> that's why I think it was bad blood and negotiations with, with Tony Clark and these other, because the last one, they got took over the woodshed a little bit. And the players a little bitter to that, but the players were too busy worried about luxuries and travel and bus. And we want everybody, every clubhouse got to have a private chef and all that. Why the owners was kind of look, because the owners tried to break the union. And this is only going to linger on to the one where they got to come next offseason. They're going to have to come to a new agreement. And they might not. And it might be works out. Because if they couldn't just agree on this little pandemic situation, I don't know how they're going to agree to 162 new labor agreement for 10, 15 years. Yeah. 736 976. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Um, also, um, on this date, what happened in '99? This date in 1999. Let me think about it. June 25th, Thursday, '99. No, it was way past the Spurs' first title. No, right? it's Spurs. They Is it Spurs, Spurs first. Oh, because it was a. Lockout, so it went a little long because this is a little. This is a little. 
It's a little late in June. I think I'm right by saying I'm pretty sure it was, yeah, this day and that. You remember that? You remember being on oh, the highway? Oh, I didn't go down in Harden. I wonder how. That was the first time I seen someone in San Antonio. Again, I mean, I've seen it in Miami. I've seen it in New Orleans. I've seen it at Padre. But it was the first time in San Antonio I saw women flashing. Like again, San Antonio, I've seen a lot of things. You know, Fiesta gets a little wild, but 99 on I-37. The one thing stays I-37 there. traffic Remember. stopped, and we've got milk. I just heard we've got milk. I, you know, uh, and on some of them, milk's gone bad. Wow, uh, disrespectful. This is, this is the deal, though. I, I, that whole time, the whole city was unified in regards to behind that team. Because, I mean, it was the, the, the spirit was – was out there, and I've said this a hundred times to show how that's kind of gone as the spoil of the championships come. But yeah, because I mean, right at what a couple, what a week or two after the title, Sean has to have the kidney, kidney surgery, kidney replacement, kidney transplant with his brother. Yeah, remember that um, Memorial Day miracle, mm-hmm. um, closing down the Great Western Forum. Avery Johnson baseline shot. He got paid shot. off of that. We just gave that guy a bunch of money off of him getting hot that season. Jaren Jackson. Yeah. Jaren Jackson's son now is with Memphis and John Morant balling. Avery Johnson's baseline. The things that stand out to me through that run, like I said, the forum, of course, Sean's shot because that turned that series into a sweep. Um, Avery's baseline shot. Tim's dominance that early in his career. That was only two years after being drafted. Yeah, that so those are a few things that stand out. And then like, you know, we're riding this high, we're riding this high. And that dude comes down from his log cabin in Montana and tells us it was a fake title. Simulator crew. The simulator crew. I uh, Sports Center did a top ten countdown of the top number one overall picks overall. Tim came in at number ten. On what? The top number one overall draft picks of all time in the NBA. How did he come in that low? I don't know. He came in at 10. At number 10? Yep. He changed. Like, if Boston gets Tim Duncan, I don't know if we have the Spurs. Yeah, I guess you got to go back and look at some of the, like, I, I the history I, of the NBA, keep in mind. Not the oh, uh, the number, the number one picks? Number one picks in the history of the NBA. So I, I'm not going to argue with that because I don't know He's not 10. all the ones. He's top three, top five. Well, I mean, you want to go Kareem. I mean, LeBron, but I mean, hell, LeBron didn't even have the – LeBron didn't even have the run that Tim had. And I'm not even one of those guys that come in here beating the Tim drum just to make, you know, just to make San Antonio feel good about themselves. But, like, I don't think people understand. Like, we were trying to get an arena. Like, there was a lot going on. We don't get Tim. Tim. I don't know if we have the Spurs. Was was Magic number one overall? Him or Bird had to be. Magic. Yeah, Magic, that's. Just, that's what I'm saying. You gotta. I mean, yes. I when you hear ten, list. when you hear ten and Tim, you would think like, what the hell they think about? But you have to really go look at number some number ones overall in the history of NBA. I forgot. I don't have it all uh, in front of me. In the list. Speaking of some other news, this. Uh, oh, and uh, speaking of Jamal Adams, um, his former, well, his current, because he's still on a contract, got two years left. Um, Greg Williams. His defensive coordinator in New York. Yeah, you know, say? remember the great Dre, uh, Greg Williams? The, the one great that was, Greg the Williams? The one that was made an example of. The bounty gate Greg Williams? You calling yeah. him the great? 
he's a hell of a defensive coordinator, anyway, man, when you guys should get to it. Everybody was doing it. Anyway, uh, number 10, number one overall picks. I got to go look at this list. Magic? Go ahead, Calvin. Finish your take on Greg okay, Williams. Okay, so My Greg bad. Williams says, I got his back. I love coaching him. He can do this. He can do everything. I love him, and I got his back. So Greg Williams has come out and kind of spoke to him on his behalf for him, I guess for the Jets organization. Like, look, can we think about giving this guy a new deal? Can we give him a new deal? Uh, but um, that's kind of my thoughts on that. As you know that, but the other part with the uh, Jamal Adams is that what I'm hearing too, because we talked about it on Monday. There's six or seven teams involved, but the 49ers are really ramping up to make a run for him. And if you put Jamal Adams with that defense that's already there in the back end. Because, uh, you know, John Lynch, and I think that's why John Lynch came out with some comments about how he feels they could be better this year. They should be better than they were winning the NFC last if year. If they but get in a tight game, can Garoppolo go win it? I don't care how that defense that defense was good last year. Mm-hmm. That defense was great last year. Great. Great. Like, they did all they could against the best offense that we've seen in some time. And when it came down to it in the third and fourth quarter, Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan for the second time now, they pissed the bed. Well, before I answer your question, I just say, is that knee 100% healthy now? <sighs> my my judge on Garoppolo comes this season. I mean, because that's a full – I've done it with Deshaun. It's it's proved, man. That's fact. You know, that ain't no garage down pool. That's fact that I'm telling you. You do better Calvin, catch that one. That's, that's not, no garage down Calvin. pull on that one. You do better when you come it's across that soul, injury. Man. This is the year too you soul. test Gar- uh, uh, Garoppolo. That you test Garoppolo on that one. Yeah, I think he could do it. But I mean, it, does he have to be all great with the team that surrounded him? Now, Debo Samuel, he Broken suffered that foot. foot, but I don't. That don't put him out the whole season. No, 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 no. He's I mean, he'd be back year. early parts of the season. I've, I've seen they already put there. They've got the new cat. Uh, they drafted from Herm Edwards out of Arizona uh, State. So oh, that's right. But uh, how is he going to do better another year under Kyle? healthy, more confident, because Garoppolo had happy feet most of the time in the pocket last year. He just didn't want to get hit. He just didn't. He he still had reminiscence of that whole injury that he got. So we'll see how he he uh, he he fares after that. Also, um, Cowboys with their test, Zeke says that, hey, I, he was mad because it came out, but he said he's doing better or he feels okay. Why, why don't HIPAA laws apply to celebrities and entertainers? Athletes and entertainers, because like like I told you, with my daughter yeah. at HEB, they told her mm-hmm. we can't tell you who who has COVID nineteen. But when a celebrity or NBA player gets it, it's like, hey, he got it. Like, why don't That's the HIPAA, why don't the HIPAA laws apply to them? I, I think it would maybe apply on certain things they could have privacy from. Um, I think it could be maybe certain. That's a good question, but I think there's certain things. I mean, they do live their lives in public, in the public eye. Um, and Jenkins come out today. Um, he said, hey, the NFL, this ain't no essential business. We ain't essential workers. That's what Jenkins <laughs> said today. Are they? Can you, if you're Goodell, and I, if I shut down, you know, I shut down 20 states what you? I want you to play Goodell and make the case for me that you're essential. Now I need to keep y'all open. Man, I tell you, man, 
I mean, like Jenkins, like, first of all, how old is Jenkins? I know, Why man, does I know that matter? This because is- I'm just saying, like, hey, hey, brother, I know you fighting a good fight right now, whatever, but, you know, hey, 736-976, you listen to the sports crowd, we'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting over the Rounders Car Club Studios. Last segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation, they're hiring. They're a great company to work for. Do a lot of stuff in the community. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Okay, so I've got some clarification. Um, And pretty much on the... The Tim Duncan situation, um, he didn't – he came in at – somebody's let me know. Man, Mark's let me know. He came in at All right. That's uh, – okay. Magic now two. okay. All right. Well, see, but he said I, – I was confused, too, the way they presented it that way because they started him with 10. So, accept uh, my apology. Elgin Baylor was 10, but um, Tim ended up being three. Magic two. LeBron was one. Big Dave came in at eight. Mm. Robinson. And who did this list? This is, of course, this is one of those ESPN oh, okay. uh, lists. Um, also, what else we got going on here? Um, did you know another uh, football? Yeah, that's what Jenkins said. He said we're not essential. You asked me to make a case for NFL being essential? Yeah, if, if I shut down, we shut down 20 states. I mean, football's everywhere. I need you to make a case Calvin Goodell, why y'all are essential? Because we're a fabric of this country. Oh my God! At one time, the that ain't gonna the cut ba- it. At one time, baseball had the duty of America. Bar- drinking at bars is a fabric of this country too, but they shut down. You got to do better than that, Calvin Goodell. Well, we play to people's emotions and spirits, and right now at this time of this country, if we can stay safe. We feel like it's our duty as the National Football League, and what that shield stands for is to bring together. And to get some normalcy done. Period is that. I mean, I see Jenkins working. A lot of guys want to leverage this situation and like, hey, everybody's it, speaking out, man. There's too know. many people in that room. Yeah, they yeah, all are tripping. Violated. No masks. <laughs> and Bartlett, you know you're supposed to have your mask on. You have pre-existing. Put that mask on before I call your sister. That Dallas thing. The hell. Speaking of uh, What's up? football on oh, Cam. What about Cam? You know Cam has seven kids. I was, that's what I was about to say. Did you know? I, I, don't, I, I, I mean, what the hell? This dude got his shirt off. Yeah, They're touching right. areolas yeah. in there. Yeah. I can't go in there. Yeah. I ain't going in that room. Taylor's now. always had a They're watching soccer and rubbing each other's nipples, man. Y'all making a bad for soccer in there. But um, I don't seven, dog. You got gloves? You wear gloves Damn, now? I got one, so I don't open the doors. I'm not playing with this. So you go to open doors, I got to put gas. You you still hold the gas handle? No, with my shirt. You still hold the gas handle? No, I make my wife pump. And I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. Yeah, no, Cam got seven kids. He revealed he has That's seven kids. That's on the kids. call. I don't know how he's kept that a secret. 
Seven, dog. I'm like, hey, man, you're supposed to compete with Phillip Rivers in the passing status categories, not on the kids' side. Again, everybody's different. Some people, I mean, maybe his religion, he don't believe in birth control. I mean, he's made $120 million I just in think contracts. After, f- after four, I'm like, okay, look, I don't like jumping out, so I'm going to just snip it. Seven. Seven. Cam got Them seven. Them child support checks are crazy. Woo. Because he's not with the mother of his child anymore. I don't think they broke up because he had a side baby with somebody and he was had her shelter. But I hear he's apartment. a great father, though. I mean, he's he stands by I mean, stands by. I've heard good yeah. things about on that. Poor but I'm guy. like, hey, Seven. man, compete with Philip on the field. <laughs> Cam in the stats. You getting a mess and not well, off the you, field. You see how you we haven't had a Cam update in weeks, and now we talk about Cam. Hey, I'm trying to keep his, his name kids. alive. The brother's still unemployed like the rest of the 40 million people in this country. He still ain't got a job yet. I know. That's that is something. Up. If that we talked about in the barbershop, they asked like, "You think that's right for the cap no, to get a job right. before you?" It ain't right. I told you it wasn't right. You didn't listen to me. Then the barbershop tell you it ain't right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just told him I was like, "Hey man, if you ask me who to put the money on, who does it first, I'm gonna say it's ca- I would probably maybe say cap, but a cam is just one of those that they've got to wait. I think somebody's got to get hurt, or once we get into some right. cap, it's just bad timing on that. Speaking of that, Adrian Peterson said he wants to play four more years. Is he Tom Brady? He Tom wasn't Brady. bad. He wasn't bad last year, though. But he wasn't Adrian Peterson. Adrian biking. took a financial hit. Somebody got him out of some money, and keep it. Adrian got some kids too. Oh. But Adrian, yeah, four more. He said, "Why not?" He he looked pretty decent. I mean, Washington was terrible, but he looked pretty good last year. But yeah, uh, Adrian Peterson said he wants to play probably four more years. I think he's thirty five or now. Because you figured that's another four mil at at bare minimum. That's four million. I'd want to get that too. I mean, for a running back too. I don't, but you know, he's right behind Barry Sanders. I don't think he's maybe that maybe that far. has something to do with it I, as well. I, he mentioned a little bit. He just said that he didn't want to walk away from the game and say what ifs, and that is one of the most physical specimens that are in the National Football League. The way that he keeps his health and everything else, but that's just at Four a position like a that at a running back. I don't know if that if they happen that way. Probably won't be in Washington. Anyway, Arsalan right, V wants to come on tomorrow. Hit yeah, I'll try to tonight. get him to see if he wants to come in for at least to show his voice. Yeah. Show his voice if you can do so that. So people can understand he's alive. Everybody, a lot of people don't think he's alive. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Rudy J, yes, myself, Stan Spin, the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up at Tyler, people of the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, the snooze button before you're out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See y'all tomorrow. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com support to learn more.